Well, hello, my friends, and good Friday morning to you. Thank you so much for stopping by. My name is Roger, and behind the scenes is my wife, Angie, and together we make up the Barnabas Bridge. When I was uh, much younger, and in fact, one of my sons was very young, and so this took place many, many years ago, that kid, he decided that he wanted to be a hunter. And not just any hunter, but he wanted to be, he wanted to hunt turkeys on this specific year. Whether he saw something on the Nature Channel or what, I don't know exactly what it was, but he really wanted to do it. And it's like, well, I, I wanted to encourage him if he had some uh, interest. And so I didn't know anything about hunting. And so what I did is I got some videos on turkey hunting. And I'll never forget there was this one video and it was kind of really saying, well, the turkeys aren't really um, that smart, you know, and to prove the point, they had a, like about a four foot long chicken fence. And so the holes were pretty big in it. And on one side, they set the turkey. On the other side, they set uh, the, the turkey food. And so the turkey would stand in there and saw the food on the other side and would stick its head through the fence and it couldn't reach the, couldn't reach the food. But nonetheless, and, and all it would have had to do is go two foot this way or two foot this way and it would go around, it would have exactly what it was looking for. But it wouldn't do that. It saw the food and thought, this is the way to go, and just repeatedly ran into the fence, and ran into the fence, and ran into the fence. And I thought, well, if it's this easy, then if the turkey is no smarter than that, then it's going to be an easy hunt. Uh, the part B of this story is that those turkeys apparently, even though they're not the sharpest tool in the shed, they were smarter than me that year because we didn't bag a turkey. Uh, they, they all lived even after we looked for them for a few days. So they were superior to me on that year. This week we're looking at a, a phrase. Uh, we're really doing a word search of the door in the Bible. And really the open door has been the title of it um, this week. And so with that illustration, here I, I, I probably need to make a clarification that I'm in no way saying that uh, good folks uh, like you are like turkeys. But I am trying to make the point that sometimes believers uh, we, and people at large, really, not just believers, but people at large, human, human nature, we're a lot like those turkeys. Uh, we have a, a clear, open um, understanding of how to get there or explanation or a way. But yet we have something stuck in our head. It's like, no, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go two feet to the left or two feet to the right. I'm going to stay right here where I'm at and insist that that's the way to go, even if I keep trying and trying and trying and never get to the place that I really want to be. We do that too as people. We do a word search in God's, through God's the Bible, His word to us, His love letter to us, so that we might know Him better and find out really the, the true path of life, how to find open doors, how to pray for closed doors, how to get to the way, how to get to where we want to be. And I think for all of us, uh, most certainly the folks that are listening today, we're looking for truth and we're looking for a way to, uh, for eternal life. We're looking for the greener pastures. We're looking for the place that God promises us over and over, the place of comfort, the place of com protection. In uh, John chapter 10, verse 9, we have Jesus, God himself, standing on earth. And he says, I am the door. I am the door. I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. 
Isn't that something? He's saying, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. And I will go in and out. And No, excuse me. He will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. Jesus is saying, there it is. I am the way. I'm the door. Come through me. But yet, don't you hear folks talk and say, no, no, no. That's, that's not the way. I'm not going to do that. I, I can go through this. And I'm going to keep going and keep going and keep going. I know that there's a lot of wonderful people in the world that haven't yet found Christ. But I'm telling you what, if, if, if the clarity of the scripture is saying this is the way, sometimes we find ourselves being like the turkey. And even though we never ever really find the, the peace and the comfort and all the things that God promises in our life, we insist on going that way that's always stuck in our head. The truth of the matter is that the Bible says that salvation is through Christ alone. That he is the doorkeeper that is blocking, the that, that is, I should say, uh, he is the doorkeeper of the only true way for us to go from here to there. From the world that we live in and the beautiful world that God has made and promised for us in the next. So the question is, what must we do? Well, it's not a hard thing. It's almost as all we have to do is step to the left just a little bit, or step to the right just a little bit, and we'll find our way. We begin the week in Revelations chapter 3, and I think it's kind of neat that we can end our week there as well. In Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, Jesus says to this, those whom I, excuse me, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. The encouragement of the week is that for everyone, no matter what we've done or where we are at or what we've believed up until this time, where we want to go isn't far away at all. In fact, God himself is standing at all of our doors and knocking. We simply open that door and he promises to come in and sit with us and be with us and take us to where he is now. It's a remarkable thing that we don't have to try. We don't have to figure it out. We simply allow him to come in and sit down with us and be our Lord and be our Savior. I really like that. It's not complicated. And even an old turkey like me, somewhere along the line, figured it out. My friends, I'm so thankful for you and I'm grateful that uh, you would uh, be so kind as to spend time with us here at the Barnabas Bridge. I pray this weekend is one that's just a beautiful time with you and your family and those that love you and those that you love. And I pray that uh, you have a church family that you, that you can call your own, where you go in and you find people just like you in so many different ways. Um, not perfect, um, oftentimes hurt, sometimes having a great season, sometimes having a really rough season. But a place that you can call home, that you know that you can go to, 
and be honest with the folks that are sitting beside you and tell them uh, where you're at in life and that they'll reach out a hand of uh, understanding and one of acceptance and one that reminds you that God is waiting for you simply to open the door and step in to the green pastures that he's offering us today. So I hope you have a fantastic weekend and God willing that you come back and spend a little time with us again next week and we'll start another subject. But until then, let me say a prayer for you and for us and we'll head out there. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this message today that says that it's not a complicated thing that we turn it into. It's simply just answering the door and allowing you to enter, allowing us to enter where you are. So God, we thank you that you make it so simple. And we thank you that you call us constantly. We thank you that you've already supplied the way. We thank you that you've supplied all the things that we need in this life and in the next. So because of that, God, we, we stand here and we wait intently for your voice. So speak to us in a loud way this weekend as we seek your face. We pray these things in the name of the famous name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Take care, my friends, and God willing, we'll see you Monday. Bye.